After the following content, we will be serving white cake. Start the show. Django, Django Unchained. Fluent looked at me like, "What the fuck is going on?" Uh, yeah, he, he, and because after he threatened him and made him sign the shit, he goes, "We will be serving white cake." The fuck is white cake? It honestly, it just looks like vanilla cake with white icing. They just want they just wanted to hammer the the point the home whiteness. of white power, whiteness. Bro, when that did is, that movie come out? Twenty ten, eleven. Okay, that's the only time I saw it. Really? Opening day, Christmas. Was it? Mm-hmm. I've seen it a couple more times since then. That's a long ass movie. Bro. I was about to say, never since the beginning though. Like I never catch it at the start of the movie. I know so that I movie like backwards and fucking forwards. Mm-hmm. I struggle with any movie where there's liberal use of the term nigger, like with a hard R. You mean Quentin Tarantino movies? With a hard R. They did hardcorely into that shit. I will give you that. And Man. I know that's not comfortable for everybody. Man. There, there are so many 12-day slave movies I just have not seen yet because that, that hard R, man. I mean, I'm good on slave movies in general. Well. Uh, I, think, I think Django was literally like the last one that I watched. So, I never. So, honestly, and, you know, I, I wouldn't argue with anybody that characterize it as a slave movie i don't i'm not fond of slave movies and i probably don't and that's probably the only one that i in recent in recent memory that i could imagine having watched um but i honestly i thought of Django as kind of a in his own way kind of a slave superhero yeah, yeah i don't want to watch the story of catcher freeman every other friday um and there was a lot of murdering of white people that made me happy. It did. It did. It did. I'm I'm going to say it. It did. Niggas plus information plus alcohol equals opinions while black. Your black ass cheat sheet for the weekend foolishness and fuckery. I am your boy Oz. They whooped that lady with a real whip. <laughs> <laughs> you funny. Fuck. I'm the fluent one. I'm very confused. At the <laughs> she did. She talked about that. She talked about letting them whip her with a real whip. The the girl they tied to a tree? Yeah. Jesus. So that they could get the purest reaction out of her. Huh. Yeah. Look that shit up. It's crazy. Oh. I think I'm good. Jamie said they cried on set when they did her scenes. She was really getting tagged. Now, that is one thing um, I do notice is the is when they do those kind of movies with the hard emphasis on race relations and whatever era they're doing them in the the people afterwards like when they did Lovecraft Country Jonathan Majors and Michael K. Williams I believe both said they needed they they, they did a lot of therapy after that 
Um, so I just I always think about that and how intense that is. Um, if it doesn't end like that scene from Chappelle's show where my man hopped off the hook and like ran the white dude down until he fell backwards so that all the black people could start laughing, I don't want to be a part of that set. And and that's part of and we know now that's part of why they they didn't do season two of Lovecraft Country because that was a hard set to work on. Like even the, even the the behind the scenes people, a lot of people said that that was a hard set to work on. That Misha Green maybe wasn't the best on set. Mm. The the showrunner. the showrunner. Oh really? Yeah. Um. I, nobody outright said she was a terrible person or anything, but there was a lot of mental health things going on already on that. Harder R. Uh, right. And she was maybe not as comforting in those moments. Um, this is things that I heard from people who know people who worked on that set. Now growl at her. Um, it is episode 200 something. Yeah. It's like 228, I believe. Um, uh, how, well, it, we're back. Uh, how's everyone? How's everyone's mental health? I'm trying. Uh, a resounding saying. Yeah. I, I haven't stabbed anybody yet. I can say me too, more or less. Um, I think a lot about that too. Like trying random, or stabbing? Randomly stabbing people. Oh, okay. Okay. Just I'm the only one that has like thoughts like that. I'm just going to move this. I know I'm not. First of all, <laughs> fluent hush. But Ozzy, I know you're not talking. Like you know for a fact in our friend group, I'm not the only one that feels that way. You're not. Okay. You're not. Uh, you're not. Uh, don't sit there and look at no me judgments. like I'm the one with like shit on my nose or something. No, that's a, that is a thought. I just you just leaned into it very easily. I had and, a lot of bags of baby dicks out there. All right, that's fine. That's fair. You know, you're correct. Um, uh, I can't say we just so uh, in during the break, um, there were attempts to be outside. Titties. Give that air horns. Um, my fuckery weekend was pretty cool. I ran the fluent first night of my fuckery weekend. We 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 saw each other at a uh, horrible decisions live. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Man, listen. Um, first of all, I just want to. I don't do enough saying. I called it on this show, and I indeed called it that. That is the last tour. Um. Yeah, they announced that during the show. Yeah, I meant I meant to mention that to Randall, um, because I can tell you right now that is the last tour because I'm pretty sure they're going to get out of that Charlemagne deal, and then once they're on their own again, I give them a, like six six to eight months. They've had a good run. Was it tight on stage or something? No, they the horrible decisions. Girls have a long-standing, um, rough relationship. So it was tight on stage. It, well, it wasn't tight on stage in particular. There, mm. nah, they, they were but they've to... been setting up. But that, I, so what I'm saying is, they've been setting up for a while for this to be the last tour because they do love get. They do. I think they've st- stuck around this long because one, the Charlemagne deal. And two, because they love the bag. And these are an automatic bag for them. I'm surprised it, I'm surprised the show wasn't completely sold out. 
Um, it was close. It was damn close, yeah. Like for like, House of Blues, like they had sitting area on the floor at House of Blues. Almost every one of those seats was taken up. Really? Yep. Um, and then the upstairs, I would say that was maybe like two-thirds packed. Yeah. The upstairs. Okay. Yeah. That's pretty good. So, yeah. That's really good. Um, and, they, and, this, and that's main stage, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like if they did any other room in House of Blues, it would have been packed. So, okay. yeah, to do main stage like that. I mean, we missed Lala after the, Lala was there. We we missed her after the fact. Still far. Oh, really? Um, yeah, she was there. Shout out to her. Um, uh, shout to the homie. Shout to the homie Kristen. I thought I saw her. And I, I, I was like, oh no, that's probably that's probably not her, because uh, she don't have a corny dude with her. But, um, yeah, I saw I I saw a lot of familiar faces. So shout out to y'all. Uh, it was a good show. Um, it's a like they're gonna they're finishing out that tour, but Weezy and Mandy don't owe us nothing, man. Like like <clears throat> I've been to all three tours when they came to Houston. They don't owe us shit. Honestly, I think the second one was more lit than the third one. Really? I man, it was I mean, this one was lit and it was a, it was a really was good time. The, I was either at the first one or the second one. You were at the second one. It was the I second saw you, one. You and Kanji were at the second one. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um very excited. Uh, but yeah, very excited. They're um, and they've gotten much better. They're very funny on stage. Um I was rolling at some of the little games they did. Uh, they had some local people opening for them. <laughs> them games were wild. Them games, man, that was a lot, dog. <laughs> games Damn. were wild, bro. <laughs> we, I should have brought this up on uh, Patreon, but fuck it. Um, there was literally a game where they handed these girls. <laughs> oh, oh my god! What the, what the fuck is wrong with him? Holy shit! Hey man, sometimes I'm sorry, but when we're doing these, sometimes people send me shit, bro. And I'm sorry, but watch this. This motherfucker whoops these two intruders' asses literally right outside his house. And right when you think they're about to get away, he pulls the second assailant in by his fucking ankles. Oh, my God. This, what is this, a garage? To yeah, finish garage. the fucking job. Holy shit. Oh, this is a white boy. Just, yeah, with power hands. Oh, my God. said, where are you going? Pull the white boys. By his ankles, bro. Yeah, this white boy is waxing these niggas, man. Holy shit. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. So once it got to the part white where my man. Get, white people getting too powerful. Once it got to the part where my man was pulling like this it. dude in by his ankles, I couldn't hold that. I'm and sorry. And that's a little guy. I don't like, I don't like how. a little I, dude, too. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't like that. That's, I mean, that's funny, but the, the wow. white people getting scary. Um, Sorry. Wow. But but yeah, they they had some fuck they had some funny games, dog. Like I'm telling you, um, the shit where they had to reenact oral on the thing. Oh yeah, wait. But the what, what cracked me up was give your uh, oral tip before you start. <laughs> oh yeah, what's your what, what's your oral advice, man? Them niggas, I'm, these people, wild. They. They had a game where they you had to show who could give head the best okay. and who could reenact oral the best. And the girl, this girl, I, I know she was from Third Ward. I already know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you don't even have to tell me, dog. Um, she brought her boyfriend up on stage and took the thing and put it up against him. 
and was reenacting it. But what fucked me up was that her teammate came over and helped. Came over and like tag teamed on the fake on the fake dick. That was what was that. that hey, was, look, wow. shout out to you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to you. <laughs> that was what got me. I was like, oh shit. <laughs> um, but yeah, they man, they put on a good show, dog. They really do. Um. I'm not going to say anymore because we've had over probably over 200 episodes of me telling you uh, how fine Wheezy is. So um, shout out to them. Shout out to the new listeners. What the fuck are y'all doing here? They saw the billboard, man. I'm they, telling you, the billboards are working. I it's I would say it, it's finally well they ain't got shit to watch. They ain't got shit else to do at home. Ain't gonna be no new. Ain't gonna be no new TV. Um. I'm so sad about that. New Deadpool 3 shut down production, man. Oh, boy. Hey, well, at least they should be getting paid and not acting like this is a Black Mirror episode in real life. I will say, Hugh, Hugh Jackman's still getting that check. No, I'm not talking about just Hugh Jackman, though. I'm saying, like, everybody, yeah, everybody involved getting that yeah. check. And we'll get to that later. Um, shout out to the new listeners. Shout out to the old listeners. The first times, the last times, the long times. Shout out to all my niggas on SoundCloud, Google, iHeart, um, Oh, Spotify, uh, anywhere quality content is disseminated. Shout out to all my niggas on Patreon. Thanks for the money. Also, want to shout out a new patron. Um, I don't want to. I don't want to ruin her name. Uh, Amarn. I know her as Moya, but uh, yeah. What's up, Blue? Uh, welcome to the fold. Hey. Glad to have you. Welcome. Um, <clears throat> a a a a soror of yours, I believe. Hey, um, what up, Blue? Yeah, you know, hit him with the air horns. Are you enjoying Conclave? <laughs> I would be shocked if she were in town for Conclave and she had hit me up. Um, Fair um, out there in um, uh, oh, where's Duke? Carolina, North Carolina. There you go. Um, if you're not a patron, please become a patron. It's a lot of good stuff on there. It's a lot of good bonus content. We got bonus content. We got shirt. We got a uh, um, uh, bonus merch. Uh, we got Discord access. Um, we got PPE. Don't ever forget, you can get the opinions while black face mask. We do have PPE on the, on the merch. That's on the merch store. We have PPE. We act, it, it, and don't give me and the the shit is over the the pandemic is over but it's not over it's not over because you niggas are still nasty yep and what fucked me up is y'all didn't even get the okay for real before y'all went back to being nasty nope you niggas are nasty and 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 y'all don't get I mean I really thought that masks were gonna stick around why people a didn't lot. Like, no people did not like them. No, nope. But I mean, even with you, the, even the you germ know, freaks, like I thought that was gonna stick around for a while. It, it no. has. No, there, there are still plenty of us in stores and shopping stores that have on our masks. Okay, so, I wouldn't say plenty. There's people. Okay, there's and enough, you notice them. There, there's enough of us. <laughs> but there's enough I, of us. I knew that uh, masks were not gonna stick around when during like the 2020 heaviness of the pandemic. I was with somebody. Who complained about having to wear the mask because it was not sexy? Disagree. Mm. 
completely disagree. I, I mean, yeah, that's another that's another conversation. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, when that was the the uh, the reasoning, I was like, oh yeah, we're fucked. When all I could see were your eyes, shit. Uh-huh. I'll say everybody looked good then. Shit. Um, I wanted to give flowers to people while they're here. Uh, this week's flowers go to um, the young god, Sha'Carri Richardson. Sha'Carri Richardson, and I want to, and, and I want to make a real extra point about this. I want to be real extra about my point. You niggas clowned her so fucking hard when she lost that match. Y'all clowned her so fucking hard. When she got caught up on that on, on on smoking weed, which you niggas do every day, uh, she got caught up on when she got caught up on smoking weed, which you niggas buy fake piss to get out of every day. People know that's not performance enhancing, right? Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. For some reason, again, for some reason, and no one has explained the extent of that stupid ass rule and. And and then furthermore, well, I'm I'm not gonna go down that rabbit hole again because we all know how I feel about drug about how about drug testing the working class, um, and how that's a scam, uh, and that just translates up to this. But Shakari Richardson smoked the competition, set the record for the fastest time in the hundred meter dash. Uh, in the U.S. this year and went on to the world championships. You know how much of a... And placed uh, second, by the way. Do, do you know how much of a handicap someone getting high is placing on themselves when they still have to do an activity? Like, these are, yes. these are superhumans that can still perform at this level of efficiency while faded. I have to show you that because you well, She wasn't faded at the time. Right, correct. She was faded the day before. Oh, something about like Michael Phelps swimming, and this is a, swimming while faded. Like, oh, yeah. come on, man. And like, contextually, this was a lot at the time because, like, I remember this was around when, uh, like, her mother died. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, she had just lost her mother. I think she had just lost somebody else uh, close in her family. But people were really on her, and she had been going through a lot of trauma at that time. Um. I, hope she I think her father. I think her father died when she like just got to know him. Yeah, it was a lot. I hope she told people to eat a dick. I, mostly, good. And people way. and people got on her. Well, go ahead for lunch. Oh no, I was like, I've been following her on um, Instagram like since like her whole rise up or whatever. Yeah, um, professionally. So, I mean, she's she's an interesting young lady. Very interesting. Okay. Uh, I thought I had sent it to somebody. I could show you the race because the race was nasty because. Uh, I mean, she'd been eating the 200 too. I, yeah. Bro. Okay. What was it like? Um, two months ago? Yeah. Bro. She was smoking folks Bro. then. She came around the bend and just was like a whole yeah. 10 meters ahead of everybody else. Okay. And people clowned her because she lost a race. After after she had just got through talking about what a beast she was, because she is a fucking beast, first of all. Um, I mean, I'm talking about she got on that line 
for the qualifier for I think it was the qualifier for the hundred. She got on that line. Everybody talks about how like immaculate her wigs are and how and you you know in a race that shit stays perfect. She got on that line. She ripped that wig off and threw it. Yep. I knew it was on then. Okay. And she came from she actually um had a slow start. A lot of her starts are slow. Yeah. Like that's smart. <clears throat> and she came She came from like third. Not for a sprint. Oh, whatever. She yeah. came from like third and came out of nowhere and just absolutely smoked everybody. Huh. Yep. Her her top gear is ridiculous. And for and for all you niggas that had all that shit to say, as a matter of fact, Mm-mm. switching the tracks. For all you niggas that had all that, that talked all that shit, <laughs> all that shit about uh, all that shit about how uh, she need to stay humble. Tired of y'all trying to humble black women. By the way, y'all, re- yeah, you know, niggas really, really are making a like a like profit for prison kind of pipeline out of acting unimpressed with impressive women. That's how insecurity works. That's a, that's very much how insecurity works. And we're going to talk more about that later. Cause there's quite a, there's quite a few insecure motherfuckers that need to get called out. And he said it too. I'm insecure. Why would you do this? He said it. He said it. He told y'all he was insecure. He told y'all exactly how, and he told y'all his modus operandi and then flipped it and acted it out exactly as he how he described it. But we're going to get to that later. <laughs> All I want from you haters, from you niggas, is the same energy. I want the same energy y'all had talking all that cash shit. Now that this woman is smoking the rest of America. But I know you won't. I know you won't. And the reason I know you won't is because one of the rules of the internet and you d- and, and you dumb niggas who have never accomplished, achieved, or tried to achieve anything of substance in your life is that the apology, tight. is that the apology is never as loud as the drag. The apology ain't never gonna be as loud as the drag because you because you niggas aren't humble enough, and you niggas are. And what fucks me up is that you niggas are cocky and not humble based on the nothing you've accomplished in your life. If I ever accomplish anything from from this moment on, I'm learning. I'm learning to do this. Y'all are gonna hear about it. I've I have successfully launched two podcasts. Centered around, created by, and mostly for black women. No manosphere bullshit. No he-man woman hate. And for the love of God, no fresh and fit. Y'all might as well call me two for two from here on out. Two for two, Oz. Two for two. And counting. So, when I listen to you haters, I'm gonna call y'all out every time. Cause guess what? Shakari Richardson is out here wrecking. She about. To, I'm telling you, this is the beginning. She about to get a. It's about to be a bunch of deals on her side. 
She's never going to pay for she's never going to pay for shoes or or a uniform or an outfit to to work out or compete in ever again. I want that same energy. Shout out to Shakira Richardson. Hit that woman with the air horns. That's not the air horns. That's not the air horns at all. Hit her with the air horns. The button had to let you know these were not the air horns. Not the air horns at all. Humans ain't shit. Going into humans ain't shit. I really want to have a talk with my fellow black man. I mean, we was already like leaning into it. And y'all are already here and y'all already seem tuned in. Um, So it seems like a great time. Yeah, you know, we we've been trying to we've been trying to work on this moratorium on uh the word pause. Um and that's just going that's just one step going forward um to kind of reduce the general ambiance of homophobia and the general ambiance of toxic masculinity um amongst my fellow black men. But we got some more work to do, y'all. Everybody take a knee. We've got to stop. See, pause isn't pause isn't really the symptom. I mean, pause isn't really the disease. Pause is the symptom. Much larger. I won't even go I I won't even go into the rest of that preface. Mm-hmm. So some niggas got on me. Because I saw a picture with men congregating in the park, drinking, that were grouped up for a picture. Some of them did have uh, button-down shirts that were open. It looked hot. Sorry. I don't... In the summer? In the summer. I don't... I'm not mad. Let me tell you something. I'm not mad at anybody anymore, ever. For stripping down the way they see fit. In the summer? Bruh, it's about to be... Like, bruh, this is Book of Eli type shit. Book of Eli. I've, I've talked to them about this. This is Book of Eli Dune level shit where niggas are robbing each other for their body's water. <laughs> that that level of hot. <laughs> the heat index is like 110. Yeah. I shit you not. If you if you don't believe me, you can Google it right this moment. Google will tell you how fucking hot it is in Houston right now. Man, I was out at Avant Garden uh, Wednesday. I couldn't. It, I wanted to go so bad. I couldn't. At 930. 85 the, degrees or something. At shit. night. No, at, at night. Yeah, no, at not night. just. The heat index was still at 99. Yeah. Fuck out of here. Yeah. And then, on top of that, the the... The thing talking about heat advisory. It is nine thirty. Why is there a heat advisory? Yeah. There's no sun. Yeah, I will be a vampire for the rest of the summer, maybe the year. Y'all, y'all will not actively see me in any form of outside until maybe December, and that's a maybe given how Houston is. Because it was hot last year. It, you damn right. It was hot, and then all of a sudden, it was a fucking uh, freeze. It was cold, yeah. Um, having said all that, y'all just looked at these niggas. Now, to be fair, the 
the facts have come out, and these niggas are in fact gay. I just want I just want the facts to be out there. But nothing they were doing was an offshoot of gay. They were literally sitting there enjoying each other's company. They weren't touching each other. They weren't being sexual. They were literally just laying there being cool. Living their lives. <laughs> Minding their fucking business. As as you do when you're alive. Oh, they're gay because they're drinking Prosecco. Nigga. Prosecco is delicious. I would say that shit slap, nigga. I like Prosecco. Delicious. And it mixes well. And I want to be very clear about something. With more Prosecco? Actually, when you're adventurous. Yeah. With other stuff. Um, Just to be clear, men... We have to stop this gay shit, fam. The only thing that is truly gay is being gay. Is is being gay. Is a is a, <laughs> is a is a is a member of one sex fucking a member of that same sex. If that's not happening, the thing that you're probably commenting on is probably shit that comfortable secure males do. Can I just say drinking in the park is not gay. Why do you niggas care? That's my my very next point. None of my fucking business what is and is not gay. What are the titties? My very next point is niggas really, like, I want to understand. Niggas be more consumed with what another man is doing or whether or not they think, whether or not that man thinks that someone is gay. Why? Then they think that then they then they seem to think that the gay people are Why? the gay people aren't this consumed with it. The gay people, there is no the only gay agenda is wake up, be gay, go to work, pay bills. Like not, the same as everybody else's, except you know survive, be gay, not be attacked for being gay. Correct. <laughs> Live. Not get targeted for being gay. Live. Get married in my own fucking business. Shit like that. Why are niggas, why are straight niggas more consumed with impressing other men than gay people are? The straights are not okay, y'all. The straights, I'm a straight man. I am a cishet, <laughs> I am a cisgender heterosexual male. Can't say that on Twitter I'm, anymore. And, you, know, <laughs> you can't? Oh, yeah, they did say, Elon it, oh, yeah, oh yeah, Elon did say you could say that. Uh. Fam, I am a cishet male in the company of two other cishet males at this table. And I am here to report that I see now why the women think we need therapy. And we do. And we do. And we do. It is entirely likely. It's absolutely likely. Fam. But I go back to if I'm at a park and I see somebody swinging on swings and I don't want to swing on no damn swings. I don't give a fuck about that person swinging on swings. I don't. You on the monkey bars, huh? Yes. <laughs> Minding my business. One bar at a time. I just, what is happening? When did minding your own business stop being cool? I agree. Like, so what if, it turns, what if it turns out the person you're talking about is gay? What you going to do? Like, and they tried to really insinuate that I was either in denial or that, or that I'm, or, or I don't know. They tried to assume that I was, they, they really tried to insinuate that I was in denial. Fam, 
And what helps, and what and what really makes me laugh is these. It's always from the mouths of niggas who cannot whoop my ass. You're five six. Relax, dog. Why does it always come back to violence? Because my thing is all, and the reason I always say that niggas who could not whoop my ass is because what if I am? What if I am gay? I'm not, but what if I am? What is you gonna do? Zero world. What are you gonna do? About? Hug it out. What are you gonna do about it? Nothing. I always, I'd like, I always make that the next question. There have been times I have literally looked a nigga in the face and said, "Sure am." What about it? What you gonna do? What you gonna do? You gonna hit me? You gonna fight me? The real most uncomfortable. You gonna call? You gonna call your daddy? Isn't either of those comments? It's if he were to calmly say, "And you got a nice butt." That's like your That's the real kill move right there Cause I don't give a damn who you are If you knew how big this nigga is in real life If he were to just tower over you After you said some shit like that And he was like yeah I am And you got a nice butt Like you You gonna feel differently about saying shit like that man I'm just saying I, like, right, I always be wondering what the what the next move is for you Like I thought Friday after next would have eliminated a lot of this chatter. I knew it. You know, a nigga Damon size. And what about it? <laughs> I was like, I always wonder what the next move is. And they don't have a next move. And mo- because most of them that say these things are saying them on the, on the internet where there's no requirement of them to back up any of the tough guy shit that they say in the first place. Yeah. It's 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 giving big niggas who can't fight behavior. It's big niggas who can't fight energy. Now, I, I, I might make that a shirt and just buy it for one of these bitch ass niggas. Big niggas who can't fight energy. Also, we do have big titty energy shirts uh, available in the merch store. Christmas is coming. Um, Christmas is definitely coming. It's right around the corner. Um, also, you know, Virgo season's coming up. So if you have a Virgo in your life. Uh, with big titties, uh, you know what to get them. Um, I just want. We got Leo's coming up. No disrespect to the cancers, because we are amongst your season right now. I apologize for both of them. I don't. I don't know anything about astrology except that I'm a Virgo, so I just. I just know when Virgo season is coming up. So, ironically, just like a Virgo. <laughs> <laughs> Only worried about your damn selves. Ah, but you can tell what's wrong with other people. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, as someone who does not believe in this shit, you're not wrong. <laughs> you're not wrong. Um, song of the week. Actually, I, well, no, I do have a song of the week, actually. Um, if Spotify were not being a hater. Um I kind of out it, it it it's summer. Want to move away from the slow jams, want to do summer vibes. Um usually I try to do something that you niggas have probably not heard of or is not in wide rotation. Um what usually happens is I'll do that. Um we'll finish, we'll wrap up and then I'll get home and go, "Damn, I should have played that shit." Um you know, are you looking for that that scene you sent us about the weekend show? That is a weird ass show, bro. <laughs> I'm sorry, that just came to me. That's a weird ass show. So while Randall, uh, not Randall, while Euphonic was gone, 
um, the idol got canceled. The fuck was he doing that, to that girl? That weekend show. Uh, did you did you end up watching the first show, the first episode? Fuck no. Oh, okay. That, that, oh, just that clip. Said. No, hell no. Um, I oh, sent him no. a I sent him a clip where the weekend slapped the shit out of some dude that's like twice his size. Um, open hand. Uh, I think everybody that watched that scene just felt disrespected by proxy. You know that wasn't planned. That was like that third LL Cool J hit. <laughs> that, wasn't, that wasn't planned. That wasn't in the script. It it was not. It cannot. I don't think any of that was in the script. Again, I don't think the weekend had lines. I don't think he had a character. I think I think he was just high. It showed up with whatever he was wearing, and Sam Levinson just said go, and everybody else just had to improv around him, which would have been incredible. Um. I was gonna play this new Don this new Don Tolliver joint, but it's summer. I want to, and I, I I get to play what the fuck I want to play. So as you should, um, we're gonna do a, a nice classic summer joint, uh, out good outside summer joint. Might want you might want to ask yourself actually pour yourself a nice stiff drink to this one. Um, it is Girls Dim Sugar, Beanie Man. Oh, we going back. Maya. Yeah. Every now and then, I'll, I'll take you back with one. Um, pour yourself something. Get comfortable. It's going to be a real good show. And we'll be back with more opinions while black. Let's go. Clap, white people.
And trace our line. line. You watch on mine. mine, me a Joe grind. Right. You give her the money and me kill her with the wine. wine. When you're there, she dey on your mind. mind. But she dey your Neptune's gate at the time. Catch! I'm gonna write me and I call me and I tell me what? that. My brother Rich Hippo just hit oh. the jackpot. <laughs> but to the fashion and the ways and the style got. Me the man of the girls, them sugar. Sim, the girls, them real class lovers. The girls, them need this nigga. Sim, me love them shape Come and figure. Love the girl, them buy that hour. Sim, Make them ball and Everybody. cry for them, madam. Now you know me have the girl, them power. Sim, Who no fool and no less than my heart to say. And that was uh, Damn. classic uh, Girls Them Sugar. That baby is saying, Damien, cut. Maybe watching cut. Wild- <laughs> These things have us watching the wildest shit on social media, dog. Um, that was that was Damien. That was BB Man and Maya. Girls Them Sugar. Classic joint. Holy shit. Um, where is that baby's parents? What the? I was just saying, where is the supervision? Oh my god! Oh my god! Sitting there watching. The parents were waiting behind. Sitting there watching Drago's origin story. What the <laughs> oh, fuck? Shit. Oh man! Um, wow. Uh, what have we on the rundown? Wow. A couple of things we missed on the rundown. A couple of things we missed while we were away. Which is why we're not going to spend that much time on it. But it's funny. Uh, Kiki Palmer. Realized that her her baby daddy ain't shit, and realized that. Well, I think she learned. I think she learned a lot, but this nigga learned a lot the very hard way. So, is it like she learned that brandy lesson? Yeah, man. Stop marrying these dumb niggas. Stop marrying these dumb niggas. Brandy learned that shit the hard way too with that baby. Stop marrying these dumb niggas. Oh man, Brandy married. I, I I remember that shit. You get I, they, to celebrate Mother's Day. Oh my god! That's when the world knew that nigga was done. That nigga, man, and, and they and because Brandy was the girl next door, they tried to sell it. They tried to sell it in a way that they could they could retain her image and make this a big deal. Because leading up to that, there really hadn't been. I mean, we see that a lot in reality TV now, but we hadn't seen that then. Just the reality cameras following around. 
you know, a you know, a star while they're pregnant and they're, you know, uh, and and their suitor, um, leading up to the birth. We hadn't seen that a lot, and Brandy's dude at the time, Rodney Jerkins' cousin, was just proven to be a dumbass, left and right. I mean, I mean, all the their meeting with the midwife about what the delivery is going to look like. And meanwhile, this nigga is outside on his forerunner, cruising up and down the streets, man, just not giving a fuck, dog. And then they, and then he, he asked her. So Mother's Day is coming up. Since you haven't had the baby yet, do I still have to get you a gift? And the whole world looked at this nigga like, "Oh, this is oh, this is gonna go badly." The whole world looked go- at him. Like you look at your animal when they shit on your carpet, <laughs> unprompted. Great. It's that sideways head tilt before you scratch your head. Like what? Where did that come from? You know what you did? Oh crap! I just did the sideways head tilt and scratched my head. <laughs> I'm still processing what, what is, just happened. And so, we thought we had seen the dumbest celebrity uh, baby daddy of all time. But Kiki Palmer's baby daddy has broken the record a couple of times over now. Like, I mean, just blew away the competition, Shakari Richardson style. Really did. <laughs> so those of you, the five of you that don't know this story yet, that don't know this story already, mind you, um, Kiki went to an Usher concert. As you do. Um as you do now when you are a uh, young black celebrity, um, you got to make the rounds, I guess. And Usher, as he does with all of the celebrity women that sit in the VIP at his residency, he comes over, pulls you up, and serenades you to There Goes My Baby. Which is a, which, which is a song, I have, I am not an Usher fan past Confessions. But that song has aged well, very well. Um, and she looked like she was having a good time. She looked like she was up there with a legendary R&B singer that she admires greatly. Um, in a lovely dress showing off her post-pregnant body. I, I'm going to say... Uh, that might be the one good thing that that might be the one thing that nigga was good for was giving her that post-pregnant body. He can lay claim to that and nothing else. Um, And he posted a tweet. It was like, oh, my God, your dress, you're a mom. And if they weren't tearing him to pieces immediately on Twitter for that, he went and started. See, this is where he fucked up because I had just got through on this on this very podcast complimenting him on his ability to just shut the fuck up mm-hmm. and hold the baby. He he did not shut the fuck up. He did not. He went on to say some more he man woman hate shit. Oh, we're living in this era where women don't want to be traditional, and and it was I, I'm not even I'm not repeating that rant because the first thing he did where he fucked up was taking his shit to social media. Yeah. And this is a growing trend with these young couples because 
Reginae Carter did the same shit um, with her boyfriend and didn't like the results of that. But so this nigga went on a rant and it basically got all the disciples of Kevin Samuel stirred up. Um, riding his dick about oh oh these women don't these women aren't these women just want to be outside they don't they don't want to be married they don't want to be in relationships they just want to do outside shit how could you wear some shit like that you represent us you represent blah 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 um how how are you talking about traditional values and y'all are co-parenting out of wedlock no rational mind can hold these two thoughts. And we learned later that this is not a rational mind nigga. Nope, nope, nope. Because Twitter is a detective agency. <laughs> <laughs> and that detective agency got the fuck to work. They brought up every unfavorable moment of his on social media. And when I say it, they talked about, they were like, well, how you going, how you going to do that? And you got a picture of you sitting on the bed in your your boxers, sitting on the bed in your boxers, uh, taking a mirror pic, which is odd. Um, cause he, you know, this ain't a Calvin Klein looking nigga. (laughs) Like he's the, like he's literally the brother of a Calvin Klein looking nigga. He his he I found I found this out late that he was uh for you insecure fans that he's Dro's brother. Uh, yeah, yeah, Fluent is not aware. But for yeah, for you insecure fans, uh that second nigga that fucked up with Molly, yeah, that's his that, that he's he's his brother. So he's really like Johnny Drama to a Johnny Drama. Like he's like he's really a secondary relation to a secondary a secondary famous nigga. Um so again, no real room to talk. Um and then they talked about the fact that how are you talking about traditional values when you don't have a job, ain't paying none of the bills in that house and are unmarried and are unmarried co parenting out of wedlock. What do you mean he don't have a job? That nigga don't have a job. His only his and and he failed at the one job he did have. Dad. Shut the fuck up. Keep our shit off of social media and support that baby's head when you hold him. Dad, that that was his job. <laughs> Dad, that nigga was Mister Mom. Yes, and you know what? I'm glad that you brought that up because okay. what you niggas fail to realize is in that movie, Michael Keaton was happy. As fuck. As fuck. Let me tell you something. Shut up. Shut the fuck up. All you got to do is cook some food. You ain't even got to clean it. Actually, you that, ain't got to cook no food. I'll say that nigga, that nigga don't cook. Play with your kid, bro. That was your job. That you nigga. had health benefits, poon, a car, probably a pool, I got to imagine. Her card. Man, look. Shut up. And what, fuck, and what fucked it up is the day before... She was just on social media talking about I love I love this nigga. We should do forever. Things. I am yes, I am in love with this nigga. And shout out to um a lovely uh, a lovely friend of the show. Um uh I probably almost day one she's been listening to the show. 
um, Miss Candace Griffin. Because she took me through the steps of, because I've never understood why women will be, and this is not a man, woman, this is not he ran woman hate, but I've just noticed the trend that women don't really show off their nigga anymore. That's not a thing. And they do this thing, again, got this from a PV chick, <laughs> called a soft launch. Mm-hmm. I think Ariel tried to soft launch a, a nigga not too long ago, and that didn't work. But um, a soft launch. Remember, take a picture of the food and drinks, not the man. Maybe the hand. Maybe. Or or sometimes you can just show that there is two plates set and not just the one. I just want to know, I saw your hand this week, by the way. Uh-oh. Shouldn't have. I- <laughs> Yeah, very... I saw I saw your hand and I saw the comment section that said, turn that camera to the left. <laughs> you have very recognizable hands, sir. Uh, hey. Uh, you got to watch that. Um, I ain't got to watch nothing. But out. Like, <laughs> no, off air. We'll talk I'm about I'm not. Whatever. I'll try. Oh, I'll, I, I didn't know. I'm trying to help you out. I, I know I put you. I know y'all put you in a little, a little thing. I just thought that was funny. Um. But, but, and I was like, I was like, why? And she told me, she goes, <laughs> well, he really got to play about this hand picture. Well, Oz, you have to remember, see, he was, and she said, the, the Candace said, the rule is, if the minute you show off your nigga, 24 to 48 hours later, they will embarrass you. Uh-huh. <laughs> they will do something to embarrass you. Well, then go ahead and start that up front so that way you can get past <laughs> it instead of wasting your time. Oh, uh-huh. Like, the fuck? Just embarrass them now? <laughs> like, why, why would you want to prolong when you get embarrassed by it? <laughs> Are those the only two options? <laughs> Look, I... I don't know, what? but I know for me, I'm an embarrassing ass nigga. So let's go ahead and just what? start that shit off front. Why is you that where we saying? start the conversation? Look, if you if you ashamed by being embarrassed with me, mm-mm. nah, go ahead and just keep just keep running. You might as well get out the way because it's gonna get worse than this. Can we at least discuss what's embarrassing? Well, in this case, how do no, I see what? In this case, we can see a good a prime example of embarrassment. Oh. You say some dumb shit like you're a mom. Why are well, you wearing a dress? Okay. Well, and yeah. there were so many ways to go with this, but I'm going the funniest way, <laughs> which is that this nigga had the audacity, the unmitigated gall to get up one day, swaddle that baby, get on Kiki Palmer's Wi-Fi, <laughs> In Kiki Palmer's house, drinking Kiki Palmer's bottled water, using her electricity, and and, uh, let's be real, probably her laptop, to get on Kiki Palmer's internet and talk about this girl having a harmless slow dance with Usher. I think you said this best a couple of weeks ago, but it's like this generation never had a middle school dance. 
Yeah, they they don't they don't slow dancing looks foreign to them, so they immediately think that close contact like that it's sexual. is sexual. Yeah. When we know better, if you could get away with 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 a with a close slow dance, that was a big deal. You won. Because depending on what school you went to, you had that chaperone teacher with the ruler. Oh yeah, no, we got away with everything. Oh, no, we, we did not. I was looking at you guys both very confused. Like, oh, we moved out of theoretical. This we we did. Oh not. yeah, nah, nah, nah. Definitely went to a school where they were like quick with the 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 Lord needs to get through. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. No. When yeah. none of that. You got yeah. to make room Was for the he, Holy Ghost. Yeah. None of that. Yeah. You from oh, you, sixth grade onward, puberty oh, was wild. Especially sixth grade onward. <laughs> lucky, lucky you. You have <laughs> lucky you. You have got to make room for the Holy Ghost. As a matter of fact, some of these t- man, if you dance too close, you'll get pregnant and die. You know what? I feel like I did get pregnant and die. Uh, my freshman year, because, you know, junior high, I was very, yeah, like, <laughs> I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you. Junior high, the percentage was so low, black people, at the junior high that I went to. It was, like, okay. maybe 1% or less. Sure. Right? 700 um, uh, kids, only seven of us in seventh grade, right? Like I went to some tight. shit like that. Yeah, sure. Get out to high school, and there's actually a collective. And there's 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 large numbers, and that's the first time I danced with someone who twerked on me, and they held my back up, you know, like when you, you oh yeah, and you're getting your shoulders supported, okay. And it was like the pre home, it wasn't even the homecoming dance, it was the pre homecoming dance, okay. And so that's when I died. Oh boy, I mean, I came back to life. I'm a new man now. Sure. Um, you know, there was pre twerk Jeremiah, and then there was post twerk Jeremiah, and uh, that that's how that happened. Wow. At what age were you put through your first wall? Oh, shit. Hmm. Put through the wall. Did you get put? I don't, so, uh, um. I don't feel like that's a twerking rite of passage. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. you meant from twerk? No, yeah. sorry. No, no. I was thinking being disciplined and when I got thrown through. No, no. no. And I didn't You're, remember no. what age your first, that was. Your first no. dance where you got, where you finally where you got somebody to who dance knew what up they were on doing you, and really wanted to dance up and on fucked you. up that wall, and, and y'all just forgot about that fucking wall. Okay, so one, I for the most part have a very good stance due to proper martial arts okay. training, um, and so that did not happen until sophomore year of college when I was at a private party, house party kind of thing, and I got pinned up against a refrigerator. And uh, had to go to the ER. Oh. Okay. Oh, boy. Ozzy? That was surprisingly shocking. That was surprisingly <laughs> sad. Um, <laughs> let's see. The first time I got wore out up against the wall. Just Switch say, do you know days. how hard it is to get a sonogram on your testicles on a weekend? We got to switch those gears. Ozzy, oh, my God. Let's see. <laughs> me. Me, my first time. Probably, Whoa. probably, uh, probably like ninth grade. Like, Damn, yeah, probably ninth grade. Well, I mean, savage. It we like the the dances weren't really hitting like that in middle school. Liar. Um, in my middle school, they weren't really just hitting like that. It, I you know, get put through the wall in ninth grade. Ninth grade. Well, it wasn't even at a a dance. It at a dance. It was um. A homegirl of my homegirl, no, my homegirl's cousin who had a crush on me 
and I did not have a crush back. Um, but I was young and stupid, so um, I was kind of ain't shit in the regard that I took advantage of some of the advantages of, of a girl having a crush on you. Okay. So she, I knew she was dancing up on me to impress me. I was uh, impressed. No, no, you were not. But she put me through that fucking wall. <laughs> she definitely put me through that wall, and mm. I probably, and I probably finger fucked her later. <laughs> Wait, what? Um, it was it was freshman year. He was still learning. I right, right. It was young and stupid. This uh, no, it was probably sophomore year. It was sophomore year, definitely. I didn't see that story taking that turn either. But I was, I was, I was young and silly, and. Yeah, you know, and for those of you that are keeping track, I did take accountability for the things that did not happen between us, and kind of how I took advantage of that situation. I did, and I did apologize to her in as as a man, as an adult. But um, yeah, she definitely wore me out on that wall, boy. All right. Definitely, and her cousin did too. All right. Part but of did problem. you go through the wall? I was a little dude, so maybe. I'm just saying. Well, I was a, I was a, I was a skinny dude, so maybe. Yeah. Once, once I got to my junior year in college, uh, we had a couple of the house parties where I had to learn drywall repair because we were not going to let our. Uh, Wait. <laughs> uh, we were not going to let the owner of the house know that we had gone through the wall. Gotcha. Uh, the problem was getting all the jean stains out from the white paint. That was that would just you would see like a just a, a whole slew of cheap denim streaks. That was some wild boys. I don't know what to tell you. Um but all that to say this nigga was blowing the bag. Blowing the bag. This is I, this is a fumble and a great historic moment of bag blowing. Like you are lit. No, I'm not doing that. You like, bruh, you're Johnny Drama. You are Johnny Drama. For those of you who don't remember Entourage, Johnny Drama was the like one hit wonder, nothing uh, brother of the main character who was the big movie star. Played by Kevin Dillon, who was the C-list brother of Matt Dillon. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, this was because so, it was based on Mark Wahlberg's life. Oh, wow. So, he, Donnie was a part of the entourage. I just learned two things today. Yeah, that's why he um, executive produced it. It was supposed to be basically kind of him, him and his homeboys from Boston. In the movie, they his his old entourage actually shows up and is with him. Huh. It's the one, it, it, as far as I'm concerned, it's the one good thing Mark Wahlberg has ever done with his career. Um, that and like The Departed. Um, a very good movie, racist as fuck, but a good movie. Um, it's ba- it's basically the racist version of uh, Internal Affairs. Yeah. Um. So the writer strike has become an actor strike. Dang. It's a combined. It's a writer actor strike. So sad, man. Shit people. about to get rough out here. 
pay them and make sure that you actually give them the credit <coughs> and the residuals that they deserve. Bruh, y'all saw the BET Awards. Pay these people. I didn't tell you about that, uh, Euphonic, that basically because of the writer's strike, they didn't have a host. Oh, wow. So it was a lot of transitions with, like, Kid Capri screaming in between performances. MC, you could, you might get a transition from, like, MC Light once in a while. Hmm. And whoever's just backstage not doing shit, they could come up here and present this award. And everybody's reading off of the teleprompter like it like they're like it's a technical school commercial. <laughs> uh, and I immediately was like, "Please pay these people, please pay these people." I was telling you all fair, man. Both Seth Meyers and John Oliver have resorted back to podcasting. I, I am and just and, just just to get the news out. I had just put it together like last week. That we hadn't seen any John Oliver this year because of the writer's strike. And I'm so upset about that. Shit's going on and we need John Oliver. For real. <laughs> I always say, these da- these former Daily Show people, we need these motherfuckers. We- and we need all hands on deck. All of y'all get a podcast going. And if you need help getting a podcast go- going, please contact me. I'm two for two, y'all. Um, Hassan Minaj... Um, uh, Wyatt Sinek, all of y'all, Larry Wilmore, all you motherfuckers, we need y'all all hands on deck. We need that humorous commentary because John Stewart is out here doing serious work in the community now, and he don't have time for that bullshit anymore. Thanks. Um, also you're getting that Apple money, and I will never pay for Apple Plus. So, um, yeah, shit's getting wild. And what's fucked up is what people don't realize is that. Like, the celebrities will probably be all right for the moment. But when we talk about a writer, actor strike, it's so much more than that. Like, it's people, it's it's technical people behind the scenes that make their money off of this that won't be working, Mm -hmm. um, that are part of SAG. Uh, People don't realize, like, all them people that... Like the special effects, like there's special effects people, craft services people, all the makeup people out of work, all because of this, and they will not be okay. I know some, I know some, some, some colleagues right now um, that are writers um, that are terrified of what's going to happen. Um, my man, I always, oh God, I always forget his name. The light-skinned nigga from Insecure. The, the nigga that almost got chose, the barber. Uh, he's been at some good shit. But he was talking about how he had, he had to cash, like, he had to deposit, like, 50 residual checks. And all those residual checks added up to, like, $85. That's ridiculous. That's insane. And I know it's that's literally truth. pennies. Yeah. And I know it's the truth because I remember one of the first episodes we ever recorded of Opinions While Black, Randall jokingly opened one of his residual checks right at the beginning of the episode. It was like seven dollars and some change. Uh, royalty royalty money from uh, you know, um the rap group. And it's getting rough out here, and the execs don't give a fuck, dog. The execs are talking cash 
money shit. There was a, a an unknown exec who basically said um, if they really want to, and it's leaning towards they want to, the idea is that they will, um, is to basically just hold out until the people that really need these gigs are basically homeless in the street. Sounds like something a Netflix employee would say. Correct. And it like, and who I, I don't know who it is that said that, but apparently Ron Perlman knows this person and had some choice words for this motherfucker. What did Hellboy say? I, I'm I'm gonna find it right now. He lit, uh, but he lit this motherfucker on fire. I bet he did. <laughs> it's, boy, Ron Perlman, boy, it, it's Perlman is like the Stone Cold Steve Austin of actors, man. Don't fuck with Clay Morrow, dog. Like <laughs> Clay Morrow, don't give a fuck. Ron Perlman lit this motherfucker on fire. I will tell you who else lit this motherfucker on fire. Fran Drescher. Yeah. Fran Drescher been on Capitol Hill talking yeah. that shit. Talking hot shit. Ooh, buddy. As, as a matter of fact, shit. let me find it right now. Uh, because I've never seen Ron Perlman this Intense. genuinely upset, angry. Let me find it right now. Uh, here it is. Here we go. We do a one-to-one to him in that Stone Cold speech. I don't know why it's not playing. Oh, I don't know. Why is it not playing? Oh, because it's on mute, stupid. Uh, turn it up. I don't know why it's not playing. That's so weird. One thing before I get off this. The motherfucker who said we're going to keep this thing going until people start losing their houses and their apartments. Listen to me, motherfucker. There's a lot of ways to lose your house. Some of it is financial. Some of it is karma. And some of it is just figuring out who the fuck said that. And we know who said that. And where he fucking lives. There's a lot of ways to lose your house. You wish that on people. You wish that families starve while you're making 27 fucking million dollars a year from creating nothing. Be careful, motherfucker. Be really careful. Because that's the kind of shit that stirs shit up. Peace out. Do one thing before. <laughs> so tell me how you really feel. Hit Ron Perlman with the fucking air horns, dog. <laughs> oh, man. Ron Perlman talking that shit. <laughs> Get your shit off, my dick. That's like a that's like a, a real live old people threat, dog. Uh, like <laughs> Legit. Lot, of, lot of ways to lose your house. Gotta <laughs> <laughs> make sure I that brick has flame retard. I really thought I was watching some deleted shit from Sons of Anarchy, Because <laughs> that's really how that character be talking, bro. Damn. Uh Fred Drescher had some shit to say. They plead poverty. Wait, wait, bring it back, bring it back. I cannot believe it, quite frankly, how far apart we are on so many things, how they plead poverty, that they're losing money left and right when giving hundreds of millions of dollars to their CEOs. It is disgusting. 
Shame on them. They stand on the wrong side of history at this very moment. We stand in solidarity, in unprecedented unity. Our union and our sister unions and the unions around the world are standing by us as well as other labor unions. Because at some point, the jig is up. You cannot keep being dwindled and marginalized and disrespected and dishonored. The entire business model has been changed by streaming, digital, AI. This is a moment of history that is a moment of truth. If we don't stand tall right now, we are all going to be in trouble. We are all going to be in jeopardy of being replaced by machines and big business. Who cares more about Wall Street than you and your family? Most of Americans don't have more than $500 in, a, in an emergency. I cannot. Fam. These people getting their shit off. Give Ron Perlman and Fran Drescher the air horns, please. And, and, and to be fair, they are not joking. Now, there's one aspect of this that someone did bring up on social media that I do want to cover really quick before I go to the next thing. And it's only because I want y'all to understand that I stay in character with all this shit. Um, some of y'all wanted us to know that you felt like Monique was right ahead of all this shit and that, oh, y'all clowned Monique when she said it, when she said, when she was arguing for her, her wages. Guess what? Not riding with you, not riding with Monique. Tell you why. As I said before, Monique only gives a fuck about these issues when it's time for her check to clear. Only. That is not standing for something. That's standing for something conveniently. Which in my book is not standing for something at all. You know why? Because once, once, once y'all did what she wanted and she got her bag, we never heard from her again until it was time for us to all uh, support her and watch her stand up, which was not funny. Not even a little. And, don't, and, and just in case you are of the mind that Monique was trying to stand for something, Monique don't stand for you. Monique is not an ally to me. Monique is not an ally to the community. You know how I know? Because the first time, the first time, Roseanne, what's her name, called, called Michelle Obama McGilla Gorilla or whatever the fuck she said, mm-hmm. who do you think Monique went to bat for? Michelle Obama? Black women? Or Roseanne. 
If you guess Michelle Obama or black women, you have not been paying attention because the first thing out of her mouth was, that's my, that's my sister. That's my sister in stand-up. That's my girl. That's my homie. It was sounding very Stephen A. Smith. Not the Stephen A. Smith. That's my friend. <laughs> it know. was. It was the Stephen A. Smith. That's my friend. It was the Bernie Sanders. I marched with Martin Luther King. Monique don't give a fuck about you. Monique don't give a fuck about the working class. Monique don't give a fuck about people getting paid right except her. Do not be fooled. Monique don't stand for nobody but Monique and her mid-ass stand-up. That's not standing for something. That's not standing up for something. That's not showing solidarity. That's just... You representing you at a very convenient time when you can hide behind grown people and their real issues. But she says, I love us for real. Sir. (laughs) In case y'all haven't noticed, because UPS is striking too. So I hope y'all got all y'all Prime Day shit already. Well, that's Jeff Bezos' fault. UPS about to strike too. There's a pattern emerging. The working class is sick of this shit. And shout out to the working class. Everybody out there, the writers, the technicians, the uh the uh what the special effects technicians, the sound people, the cameramen, the uh the photographers, all of them that work hard that work hard on these movies that we never on the, that we never see. Look, the special effects artists been going through it. Very much so. Uh, Marvel they, Marvel been, been working them to the fucking bone. Well, yeah, and you and you see the results with that when you look at um Ant-Man Quantumania, right? Mm-hmm. Because you had literally the same team some of the same teams working on Wakanda. two movies at the same time because they were also doing Wakanda uh, uh Black Forever. Panther 2, right? Yeah. So the, the special effects teams have been saying, like, for years, because of the way that special effects houses and pipelines work, mm-hmm. a lot of times what you're doing is you're getting, like, a small group that's about, like, 20, 20 people or so, mm-hmm. right? And then they're taking on these contracts where they're going to do a scene or a con- uh, um, one aspect of, of type of special effects. Uh, for example, like removing the wires, mm-hmm. the safety wires. They might have like an entire team dedicated just to removing the safety wires in a movie. Um, the more movies that are doing these things, they're not increasing the budget for these these effects houses. And because they're not, and because they're not increasing the budget, they can't increase the um, the amount of people working on these things. So it's a so it's an average standard size team working on big big budget big name shit. Yep. And in case you are wondering how much technical effects and all of that goes into this shit, I was I was watching a documentary on Netflix about American Gladiators. If y'all have not watched this documentary I, and you I remember American Gladiators mm-hmm. from our time, mm-hmm. I would definitely watch this. 
Because American Gladiators was twice as psychotic as what I remember. Of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> as a little kid, that shit was amazing. As a grown-up, what the fuck yeah. were we thinking? Yeah. As a kid, all I knew is that's what I wanted to do with my life. Bro. Right? <laughs> all I wanted to do was be in the big, giant metal ball. No. 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 Nah, I wanted to take on Nitro, bro. No. And yes. guess what? No, yes. no, no, no. And guess what? No. That shit was twice as unsafe as what we remember, and yeah. them those gladiators were getting hurt all, all the time. Uh, but the, but the the I, I brought up American gladiators. All the cocaine they were doing. Oh, very, <laughs> that too. The, I want to take up a cocaine raid road royce. Damn, Nitro. <laughs> I want to take them on, bro. Nitro was a wild boy. <laughs> um, but I brought up American gladiators. His name was Nitro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I brought up the reason I brought up American Gladiators was because that show, the way they came up with that show, all they really had was a title, was a title and a logo. They didn't know what the fuck they were going to do with these big swole motherfuckers. And that show was basically created by a director and technicians and and well, yeah, the yeah was a, a director and stunt technicians. Making all that shit up as they went and saying, okay, this this works, this doesn't work, this will get these people killed. And the the kind of improvisation and thinking on your feet necessary to just come up with a show out of literally nothing, pay these fucking people, dog. Pay these people. What the fuck? American Gladiators, for those of you that are too young to remember, American Gladiators was a phenomenon for a good hard minute. And not only that, they they went on tour. That was the real psychotic part. All that shit they did, they went on tour and expected people to show up in that city to show up and get their ass whooped by these people. And they did. I would say they did. They did a hundred something cities. They did. Pay these people, dog. I would have won, man. Pay these fucking people. <laughs> these people, it. these <laughs> technicians, dog, make miracles out of nothing. Yeah. Pay these fucking people. What? What is the debate here? Yes, we're going through a recession, basically. About to be a depression, honestly. Um. So, yes, everyone's doing bad. But that's all the more reason you need to generate this revenue and pay these people. Are y'all playing the lotto tonight? Why? Yes. $875 million. Holy shit. I don't believe in that shit. My dad believed in that shit. Um, we got a couple of payouts out of it. What, what do I have to do? What do I do? You spend $2. Who, uh, why? Are we, are we doing a pool? At a gas station. We doing a pool? Is that what we doing? I, nah, I'm gonna go get my two tickets when this is over. I just want. We were talking about getting paid and being in a recession, and then that clicked in my brain. I'll cash up you, dog. <laughs> <laughs> he said, "I'll cash up." I'll cash up you, bro. <laughs> you need to put a contract in too. <laughs> Luckily for them, I'm not that bad. I will say, if, hey, if, the, if the nigga give me ten thousand dollars, I'm fine. <laughs> What is it like? You you seen them lawsuits like with uh, people who have the office uh, lottery pools and the one that and wins. then the one that wins and then they don't like give the money back to everybody else and like, they just nah, vanish. Nah, <laughs> we all put in money for the for the ticket. I feel Damn. like those people fall to the the lotto karma, but we're getting in the weeds. My bad, eyes. You were saying 
Oh no, I'm just I just pay these people, dog. It, it's it, it's really as simple as that, man. The CEO of Disney makes seventy five thousand dollars a day. A day. That's that is in the realm of obscene. When you're making money, and and this is I'm not I'm not speculating. This is this is economics now. This is this is hard math that goes back generations. When you're making money literally in your sleep, you won. And you well, you won, but it's that's when it becomes unethical and obscene, and you're doing it on the backs of people that you are paying not even a fraction, not even a measurable fraction of that money. Like, and and maybe I'm spoiled because I come from 10 years plus in a field, in a company that very hardcore believed in profit sharing. Mm-hmm. And, I, and it sucks that I, I'm not in that, it takes me not being in that company and being out in the world to see how spoiled in some aspects we really were. But the idea of doing anything short of profit sharing sounds psychotic to me. And they're doing less than that. Man, the, the company Pay these fucking work, people. company I used to work for did profit sharing. And... It was right up until I became fully vested to actually be able to start making money off the profit sharing mm-hmm. when the company got bought out by one of their subsidiaries. Mm-hmm. And then the subsidiary like basically came back and decided to keep the name. And they were like, oh, yeah, but we're not doing that profit sharing thing anymore. Ah, gotcha. So the rearrangement basically meant I never got any of that profit sharing. Damn. That's fucked up. That's fucked up. And, you know, and, and well, I won't get into that. That'll be a Patreon thing, too. Um, and UPS? Y'all don't want to pay UPS? How the fuck dare you? Any of these delivery, man, and, and of all the delivery companies that deserve to be paid what, they, uh, what, they're, what they're worth, UPS is the one. Fam, UPS is I would. I worked basically in a logistics part of my former company. And before that, I did kind of the logistics of shipping orders and things like that. And this is back when you had to send shit to prisons, which was the most agonizing shit of all time. And it's why a lot of stores don't do it anymore. Um, Let me tell you something. If you if you really want your Amazon packages in the hands of FedEx, keep playing with these people. <laughs> you'll see. Oh, you'll see. And you will see. And you will understand what I understand about these delivery companies. Anybody that works that's ever worked in shipping and receiving, that's ever worked in a warehouse, understands the hierarchy of these delivery companies. Dispute claims? Ooh, bro, nigga, bro, ooh, boy, I spent Ooh-wee. the amount of hours, yo, at the company before the company yo. that I spent arguing <laughs> with FedEx, collect, yo, trying to try to collect the lost or stolen item. <laughs> yo, uh, I hate that shit. Uh, I, I, 
I could put you through a supervisor. You are the supervisor. I'm the supervisor of this facility. You I, need like the regional supervisor. I could get you through this. I, I, if you really, Man. I'm telling you, y'all gonna understand the ramifications of what y'all are talking about. Remember, just like two years ago, when the pandemic had, when the pandemic and the, and uh, the government had the mail system fucked up so bad, you had to order your shit at like Thanksgiving to make sure it made it for Christmas. Well, that's why Black Friday was a thing. Sir. Because go back, go back to bed. Go back to the, bed. When we're talking about science, I'm going to point to you. But it's fine. It's cool, man. It's cool. Man. It's, it's, we were on a roll. But it's we were a, on a roll, dog. Okay. You're right. No, no. You're right. He's right. Um, Get your sailing so it's in the mail by Christmas. Man. All I'm saying <laughs> is that y'all don't understand how serious shit can get because y'all have been very spoiled on Amazon running everything with their two with their one and two day deliveries. Bruh. Y'all gonna see. Y'all will see. Wait till UPS. Wait till UPS really tells everybody to suck a dick, and, and y'all gotta y'all gotta learn about FedEx and DHL. You don't want to do that. Y'all man. don't want that problem. And DHL is worse than FedEx. Oh man. my god! I'm, man, By the time look. you've gotten the notification that your shit was shipped, it arrived. Bro. I was like, wait, what's wrong with bro. DHL? <laughs> Fuck them too, bro. Fuck them. Only Fuck time them I get DHL is when I'm ordering international. Fuck them with a defective dildo, <laughs> dog. Fuck know. them. Seriously. You don't know when you're going to get it, if you're going to get it. You just, you know. Keep a your- tracking number means absolutely nothing. <laughs> nothing. Nothing. Really tracking numbers for DHL mean the same <laughs> as remembering the time you took your last shit. Like, no, nobody benefits from that information. If Holy shit. If keep your fucking Holy shirt on, shit. it'll get there when it get when it gets there was a company. company. Oh it would be god. DHL, dog. Oh my god! <laughs> then the you get all the updates on one time. We'd be like, "Hey, by the way, we made it out of Shanghai. We went to Hawaii. Now we're in Alaska. Then we made it to California, and we're in Colorado right and now." And the track and the track and shit they have don't even be for the for the van that they driving. Fam, at all. These motherfuckers threw my. Oh, I forgot what I ordered from them. I. Oh man, and how they deliver your package. How all the delivery people deliver your package is different. Like a retired U- Brent Favre throwing it to the door. UPS? UPS? That well, they're 50-50. They're all right. Flunk. FedEx will literally kick your shit over the fence. Don't give a fuck what's in it. A nigga sent my shit via <laughs> DHL. DHL, I shit you not, dog. Through my shit at the door, past my gate at the door, threw it like that dude through his fingers and banshees of Indusharan. I'm telling you, don't give a fuck. And walked off just as calmly. And just it just got back in his shit. It got back in his shit. Blasted music with the van door wide open, dog. Do you know why he did that? Doing donuts. Why did he do that? Because you at least got that package. Y'all gonna see. Y'all gonna see. Y'all gonna see what I'm talking about. Keep fucking with these people. Keep fucking with UPS and don't pay them what they owe. Y'all gonna see. Y'all gonna understand what I'm talking about. 
and y'all will y'all will be right there with me drawing little diagrams of the hierarchy <laughs> of delivery services. Shit. My God, y'all gonna understand. I do not miss that about retail at all, man. I don't have it, and I, I don't have anything really to say about threads. I want to see those two fight. Elon and yeah, man. Zuckerberg. Yeah, man. Elon's not going to actually fight. Of course so not. So Elon can't fight. We're just going to say that. I did not <laughs> know this until I did not. And y'all know I'm the MMA kind of guy. Oh, yeah. He actually shit. trains with uh, old boy. Yeah. He trains with Volkanovski. Yeah. And I decided. And, and I decided. And the style bender. What yeah. the fuck? <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't. I'm, no. No. We have to talk about this. We're going to go to a, we're gonna go to a break. Can, in, can, can we're going to go to a break in just can, a second, can, can but I, I'm sick of this can shit. Can I be honest? Yes. I'd still take a drunk Cat Williams in a fight between the two. Yeah, probably. No, because Cat Williams is just hilariously. And Mark Zuckerberg got the nerve. And Zuckerberg got the nerve to be getting kind of yoked. Yeah. Steroids will do that. And who cares? Androids like steroids too? Fam. <laughs> First of all, he is a Blade Runner robot. <laughs> I just want that to be clear. Mark Zuckerberg oh. is a Blade Runner robot. How would you feel if you found out that like he was a plant from Elon? Like this is like Elon's 2.0 Android. Nah. No, Elon's not that smart. Yeah, he, he he's no. I'm I'm tired of, and that's another thing with how t- the way Twitter's going is that we're going into a phase where we have to stop pretending that everybody that's rich, um, and is adjacent to science is smart. Not that I thought for a while he was he's, talking about implanting chips in people's heads. He is. That's okay. He is because somebody gave him that idea. Yeah, that's a different company. Um, that's his neural link. The problem, the problem is, and this is where the biggest issue I have is he originally got all his money from software. So how do you and, come and, 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 and apartheid? No, that's oh. not where he got this. That's not where he got his major money from. No, he, he had money. He had support. Blood like, diamond lines. Yeah. That, let's, let's, let's acknowledge that. Okay. That, that didn't sure. give him his wealth. Sure. Okay. His wealth came from his original X.com. Because they were trying to do the precursor to Bitcoin. Okay. And the result of that was PayPal. Okay. So when he, when he sold that and mm-hmm. it became PayPal and they said, we're not going to do this virtual currency thing. We're just going to do money exchange. Right. Here's your $176 million. Cash that out and, and, and do what you want. We're, we're, we're buying you out. Because he had that apartheid money. Instead of having to rely on just the 176 to be rich, he still lived off of all that that he had. And he started SpaceX with $100 million. Okay. And then 76 went towards buying out um, what was existing in Tesla. And then he basically took over Tesla. Gotcha. So he went to other industries for like Mm -hmm. 20-some years. And now he comes back to Twitter. He's like, oh, yeah, you know, I'm a software guy. Are you? He is not. So why are you fucking it up so bad? He's fucking this up. And, and speaking and it, of not paying people, there's a $500 million lawsuit now for previous Twitter uh, yeah. employees because he didn't pay their uh, severance, severance fees. Right. And, and it, but yeah, it does go to it, but it does lend itself to a conversation um, that we have to dis, kind of dispel these notions of um, just because someone's rich, 
meaning that they're smart, that they're smarter than the average guy or superior to the average guy. When a lot of these people come up, uh, not necessarily Elon, but a lot of these people come up based on luck. Trump yeah, came absolutely. up from basically playing the playing the markets like gambling with money that he inherited or was given in a trust and not paying a lot of people and not paying a lot of people. Correct. Everybody that's rich is smart. And we've, and we've held this standard for years. Um, I, I remember as a kid, Batman, the animated series, which a lot of those villains were basically smart people who had got done wrong by snaky people. Um, I, the one I remember the most is one of my favorite episodes, which was kind of the origin of the Riddler. And it basically, he was super smart, but getting fucked over by somebody that was a complete fucking snake. And he asked the question, if you're so smart, why aren't you rich? And I feel like that's kind of always how we've conflated the two. And I always liked how that show kind of flipped that. Even the clock King was a dude who was very exacting and very smart mm. that got fucked over on a technicality. Um, and so this notion we're finally getting out of that, oh, uh, rich people are stupid motherfuckers too. I have heard endlessly about how fucking smart Soldier Boy is and how business-minded he is. I'm pretty sure he's about to go to prison for tax fraud. Oh, I'm, no, I, I'm pretty sure. I, it might not be tax fraud, but I'm pretty sure... I just heard he's going to he he's in trouble for tax fraud or something. Like $250,000 worth of taxes he didn't pay or some shit. Damn. Um and just like Hunter Biden. <laughs> Damn. Uh, <laughs> we're going to go ahead and go to uh take a quick break and we'll be back with white people must be stopped. Um sober conversation with the least sober team in podcasting. Pour up. You can't <laughs> Clap white people <laughs> This nigga is wild dog <laughs> Hey let me tell you what this Jimmy nigga, and what d were not playing with was that nigga, dog. I was, I was making a very <laughs> salient point about the cultural rise of Donald Joseph Trump and how and how we as a culture and a society definitely big this motherfucker up for a long time, not knowing his real sins, and you fought it. Not caring about not it. Not caring. And you fought it jumps right in. It was like, nope. Not my family. We when we saw him in an Oreo commercial, we stopped eating Oreos and didn't come back until double stuff. <laughs> and they laughing. But I'm gonna propose the same question to y'all out there listening to us. Think about how many decades passed between his last commercial and the occurrence of the double stuffed Oreo. Like, that's how long we went without them shits in our household, man. Like, we're not playing with y'all. Nope, nope, nope. Oh, he's a part of that? Nope, nope, nope. Nope, nope. This is a delicious cookie. Nope. It is the most delicious cookie I've ever had. Nope. <laughs> what the fuck? Watching that man eat his pizza backwards ruined the stuff. 
Never ordered another yeah. stuffed crust oh. pizza after that. The cheese didn't even taste the same. Oh, shit. Nope. It is. Nope. 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 <laughs> nope. nope. Oh, is... man. You got that nigga in your movie? Can't watch oh, this movie no. anymore. Nope. 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 It is time for white people must be stopped. Nope. This is why I don't fuck. That's a perfect segue. White people. Um, this has been kind of a doubter, but I will say this. Um, on a on a lighter note, um, something to celebrate about in white people must be stopped. Uh, Larry Nasser got jail shanked in prison. <laughs> That's right. That that sick motherfucker. That doctor. That uh. Abused all them volleyball chicks. Uh, Larry Nasser, who's going to be in prison for the, probably the rest of his life, both seconds of it at this point, uh, got jail shanked in prison. He got jail shanked. Wait, and I oh, I did find this out. Because he told, because uh, during the exercise, he told the guards or somebody that he wanted to watch uh, the girls, the, the girls' competition in Wimbledon. Uh-huh. And, uh, they jumped this man and stabbed him like seventeen times in the in the back, in the chest, and punctured a lung. And magically enough, this motherfucker is in stable condition. I about to say, you know, you know why that's the best news out of that whole thing? Because it means there's another group of young men in jail that'll get the opportunity to do it again. That's that's <laughs> air horns, dog. You 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 persevere so another group can get there and get back too. I'm telling you. That's awesome. I said it when Cosby was in prison that prison ain't prison enough. And I think they heard this podcast and took it seriously. <laughs> <laughs> I have said for a long time when Cosby was in prison that prison wasn't prison enough because you remember when he was and he they, they would say he was having opinions about the world, about <laughs> shit going on in the outside. They, they didn't. They didn't put the fear. They didn't put the fear in him enough. And I have always said they need to have just one hour for motherfuckers like Cosby, motherfuckers like Kelly, that is dedicated to putting the fear in them. And they don't even. And they don't even need to make it serious. They don't even need to put serious music. Put the Benny Hill music on. I don't, I don't think that's a fair comparison. Only because you know Cosby was telling all of the jokes to save his butt. Cosby's jokes haven't aged that well, so it just reminded them that, that he's a sick <laughs> motherfucker. That nigga's still telling jokes about Spanish Fly, dog. Like, I, like I know his comedy hasn't aged well enough for him to be that for him to be that self aware because he literally you called think? he called his tour far from finished. That just sounds bad. Mm. That just sounds uh, far from finished. I mean, that's not as bad as if I would have done it. <laughs> <laughs> what? Well, OJ been getting his due. Uh, he been getting his due for years. So, oh, you didn't know about that? Uh, OJ wrote a book called "If I Did It," uh, which was basically him writing Plan B. Yeah. No. no. Or as he ca- or as he calls it, you guess it, y'all. Say it with me. Still looking for the killer. I call it working on his golf swing, but whatever. Um. Larry Nasser got his ass shanked the fuck up, and I I see it. They're gonna keep him living. Oh no, they're gonna bring him back if they could. They're gonna keep him alive in a jar. 
keep jail shanking him. He earned every bit of that shit. We all know Simone Biles got Simone Biles got friends in prison. Well, that's true too. Uh, they gonna keep him alive though. They ain't had. They're not through with him. I'm telling you, somebody, somebody in the penal system listens to this podcast and took my suggestion seriously. Yeah, you about to be a pops. You man, and, oldest living in your yard, bleeding out. So hold yeah. my hold my hand and say my and say your ABCs. How about You're that? You're still getting stuck at eighty. Oh man, they got to put them all together. They got to put a supermax of these sick motherfuckers. They got to put him in with R. Kelly. And I'm telling you, they need a just an hour of they go call it exercise, but they gonna have them just running just running around in fear for their life, and it's just and just somebody trolling them over the overhead with the saw voice. Hey man, George Carlin already said it before he passed, and we need to just take one of these little Midwest states, nothing big, something like Idaho. Clear it out, border it up, and then just put everybody in there with the crotch biters Mm-mm. and bury two guns. You or, have or like two shanks. Mm-mm. You have just, just, just see what happens. See, you haven't been watching enough sci-fi. Uh, sci-fi. Every time we try to do that in sci-fi, they end up turning that shit into their own little into their own little uh, kingdom and shit. <laughs> I saw both escapes, New York and L.A. <laughs> I know how that shit worked. And the baddest motherfucker just have everybody working for him. They just turn that shit into their own little, they own little uh, kingdom. That was literally the first ten minutes of Demolition Man. If y'all haven't, it, just in case y'all haven't figured it out yet, most of most of my uh, my understanding of civil sciences and where civil sciences are headed is usually based on dystopian movies. It's, well, specifically Demolition Man. Oh, okay, With a little bit of Waterworld thrown in. Yeah, yeah. Um, mostly Demolition Man. So <laughs> <laughs> so then you can explain the three shells. Uh, well, uh, okay, okay. Now you're just being an asshole. Nobody can explain the three seashells. <laughs> All I'm telling you is that Wesley Snipes, Sylvester Stallone, and Sandra Bullock at a very young age told me all I need to know about society. Hey man, if VR becomes that important, I can't hang. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not having digital sex. No, oh, we're not. I'm we're not sorry. doing that. I'm sorry. I do it. Well, I'll be the nigga living underground because I didn't want to have digital sex. No, oh, because you know that new Apple Vision VR where it's got like the little wide angle cameras that can see your own body too. Man, fuck that shit. Mm-hmm. Let me see what your hands are doing. <laughs> I want to see that. That's how you fuck. All right, that's how you fuck around and get fired from the second job. See, that we no, I'm, I can't even hear about that shit anymore. Um, my sister saw that shit on YouTube, and she turns. She's a she's a, basically a little kid when it comes to wanting shit. Um, you know, little kids they won't tell you they want it. They just keep going. Man, that be that be really useful around here. You just sitting there, huh? <laughs> Show motherfucking wood. Uh, let me know when you come up with thirty five hundred dollars, <laughs> uh, cause that Apple shit ain't never gonna be in my house. Um, I don't know, man. I feel like that's when you answer questions. That's when you answer questions honestly. That that'd be nice in this house, wouldn't it? No, cause nothing good would come of it. <laughs> Correct. You you are not wrong. I can think some good things. No, those aren't nah. good Cause, things. Because you know the, the the best feature. Those are bad things. Mm-hmm. Masquerading no, is no. good things. <laughs> you know the best <laughs> the best feature they have is because of like the perspective. 
And when you do full screen mode, you can set up a giant 150 foot screen, right? Perspective wise. Could you imagine watching porn on a 150 foot oh, screen? He just, he just told on himself. I was I just about to say, I will not listen to a man hairdo looks like the weekend. You can't trust that. No. It's, no. No, I'm not entertaining that. You you entertain that. I'm not entertaining either. He just kept talking. I'm, I'm, I'm not entertaining none of that this shit. This is your show. You're supposed to entertain that. <laughs> what are you talking about? What the fuck is happening right now? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Um, there are people in the there are people in the GOP saying colored people unironically. Oh my god. Um, who is this? Uh, GOP. Um. Representative Eli Crane, um, they asked him to be struck from the record. That that never happens. I think that's hilarious. Um, people, well, I'll just play it. Standards that guide Wait. who? Arizona. Well, Mr. Chairman, though, that was unbelievably inspiring. My amendment has nothing to do with whether or not colored people or black people or anybody can serve, Okay. It has O's. nothing to do with color skin, any of that stuff. What we want to what we want to preserve and maintain is the fact that our military does not become a social experiment. They're still we interrupting him. We want the best him. of the best. We want to have standards that guide who who's in what unit, what they do. And I'm going to tell you guys right right now: the Russians, the Chinese, the Iranians, the to have the word. I yeah, hope my colleagues oh, on the other side. Oh, this is an old black lady. We know she's not having what it. We're doing. Thank you so much, Mr. Seem to be recognized to have the words "colored gen- people." For what purposes, generally, seek recognition? I'd like to be recognized to have the words "colored people" stricken uh, from the record. I find it offensive and very inappropriate. Whereas if you, you know, said people are telling us to take down the words. I am asking for unanimous consent to take down the words of referring to me or any of my colleagues as colored people. (laughs) (laughs) For what purposes, gentlemen from Arizona? Can I amend my comments to people of color? Gentleman wishes to amend his comments. I I knew it was coming. Is a gentleman asking consent? Mr. Speaker, to have the word stricken. I didn't ask for an amendment. Is there unanimous consent to have the the word stricken? Without objection, so ordered. Fam. Yeah, they weren't having none of that, man. Shout out to Governor, what was that? Joyce Beatty. That's her name. Joyce Beatty from... Wait a minute, because <laughs> she came in wrecking, dog. That's <laughs> white man. Are you crazy? Because I mean, he's not McConnell's age. Like we're not talking about like a super old dude. I was gonna say, there's no reason that should have continued at all. And they looked so confused when he came. They looked so confused when she was like, "Can we amend that?" Amend? No, no. I want it stricken. No, no, no. I said stricken. Representative Joyce Beatty from Ohio. Of course from Ohio. Great people in Ohio. Um, go ahead and, and give it up to uh, the good people, uh, the, the distinguished lady from Ohio. Air horns. You knew when you heard 
heard those O's in the background that he he fucked up. Like it was at it was at that moment he knew he fucked up. And they she didn't they didn't turn her mic on. You could still hear her in the background. I said stricken, goddammit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The fuck? Yeah. Um That's the other reason why I have an issue with that term people of color. We get and we gave people a pass. Like we gave Joe Biden kind of a pass with that shit. Cause we all know that in his mind he's still in nineteen forty two. Um, and that his brain is melting out of his ears. So <laughs> we give him a little pass with that. Uh, you you don't look nearly you don't ne- look nearly as old. Um, not enough to have that w- the advanced uh the advanced version of Alzheimer's that uh Joe Biden is, su- is suffering from currently. Um, you have no excuse. Um, with with that magnificent comb over. Um, man, you know he listens to rap with the hard R. Man, absolutely, absolutely. I've told that Trinidad James story on here. White people, you you can tell when they do. You know when man, they do. Man, Trinidad James was a rough time. Man, it was a rough time to be in mixed company uh, in Texas. That Key and Pill sketch about pornography. Oh shit! When that song came on in Texas, man, you just look at your white friend like, yeah. How you saying that song? Sing it. <laughs> nah, sing it. Don't worry oh, about Oh, yeah, the fact put that I'm you in. right on the fucking spot. Yeah, yeah. No, finish the song, Let bitch. Hear. Let me hear you. No, bitch, finish the song. Don't believe me? Just watch, nigga, nigga, nigga. Oh, yeah, they know. They know. Um, but I like but I like to know where my races are. I like to know I like to know um I like them to stand up and be be counted and be present. Um if I haven't told the the white girl story um, with the Trinidad James joint. I probably will. Maybe on Patreon. Maybe on the main show one day. Um, oh, I do have a uh, It's not really a story, but when me, Euphonic, and the gang were coming back from the, were on the way back from the trip, <clears throat> you know, you stop in some odd, you stop in some odd places, uh, like Bastrop and shit. And we... And we were at this uh, gas station. Euphonic was going to fill up. Me and the guys were going to go. Me and, me and the gang were going to go get supplies, like some light snacks. Because um, basically you get light, like water and shit like that for the trip. And then you get light snacks until you make it to Bucky's, basically. <laughs> so um, we walk in, Burns with me, and there's people in line, and it's this little Indian man. Uh, hello, hello. How are you doing? Hello, how are you doing? I come up to the to the counter. He goes, "What's up?" And I just looked at him. Can you put this in a bag, please? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it was because there were he had to get through three other black people to get to me. It's that fun ethnic hair. Do you have? <laughs> It's fun ethnic hair too. <laughs> Worked around enough non-blacks to know what it is, buddy. Uh, you have a point. You do have yes. What's up? Um can, can I have can I have a double bag, please? Why are you doing that? Can you just take this money? Um send your racist stories, send your real life racist encounters. Along with your listener letters, questions for myself, Euphonic, Fluent, or anybody else you hear on this podcast, please send those to Opinions Wild Black 
at gmail.com. Or you can log on to opinionswhileblack.com where you can learn more about more about Houston's most savage podcast, ways to listen to us, ways to find ways to buy merch. I like questions. And ways to become a patron. Join us on Patreon where you can where you can get bonus bonus merch, exclusive content, uh Discord access, and other cool things that I'm too tired to list. We'll be back with your listener letters and the top three STFUs. Y'all know what this is. You know by now. Houston's most savage podcast. Yeah, I'm not sober anymore. Ask us, ask for us by name. Clap, white people. And we are back. We are black. We are opinionated. And we are and we are actually uh well I'm hydrating at this point. I um, too am hydrating. Um we are hydrating and well fed. Uh thanks to <laughs> thanks to Euphonic. Many many uh, many thanks to this man. Hit this man with the air horns. <laughs> he is choking at the he moment. He is choking. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's the lake it's the lake shit all over again. He's choking. We're just over here like, man, he's not doing too good. <laughs> go, Pinocchio, go. The moment, ah! he, the moment he gets to ask Chad GBT, dog, I'm done. See, these guys. Um it is time for listener letters. Uh we have Ryan Gabriel. Um Ryan Gabriel of the family Gabriel. Um, first of his name, first, uh, first of his name. I am assuming, uh, he had, uh, he had things to say about, <laughs> about our last episode, with, uh, with our special guest, Geronimo Ronald Jenkins, <laughs> Geronimo Jenkins. <laughs> what is wrong with that nigga, man? <laughs> My God. Um, it seems like every time we have someone else on the podcast, it's always in the wake of Craig Lindsay. Like it's like, <laughs> and, and you finally was supposed to be here for that one and just could not make it. He was due to fatigue. Um, but uh, yeah, he, that was a wild nigga, man. I, I really wanted to be there too. You would not have known what to do. Lies. We no. still, we still, <laughs> we still don't know what to do. Lies. Um, let's see. He says, uh, what is it? Uh, oh, uh, the idol had a female screenwriter, but they, but Sam and Abel didn't like the direction, AKA it had too much female empowerment. And then it became this shit show. Um, uh, he said, uh, oh, speaking on the Supreme court, porn loving Clarence Thomas, whole career was built on affirmative action. Clarence Thomas has been getting back at those kids that called him the blackest child in America and making it our problem for 40 years. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Um, on the Supreme Court decision, it's definitely another way to limit upper upper mobility. They are already limiting uh, the access to the resources at HBCUs. The Supreme Court of Kangaroos is definitely going to take another bite at the apple when it comes to funding. 
Yeah, very true. Um, yeah, he had a lot to say. He was basically the and everything else was basically like we're we're just a few minutes into this episode. And by the way, thank everybody for their support on what is one of the most batshit crazy episodes we've ever we've probably ever done. Um, I don't know. That's 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 a statement to make, buddy. I've you did not listen my- to that episode. It's it's deserved. Oh. It's deserved. Literally everybody, everybody in Patreon was like, "What the fuck is going on?" Uh, really? Somebody hit me up and was like, "Man, um, y'all doing your thing? I definitely want to pass the, pass the show on to the next person. I'm gonna definitely tell a friend to tell a friend. I'm just not gonna tell them about this episode." Really, <laughs> I definitely feel like you and Randall have had like some solo work crazier than that one. But okay. Uh, it's up there. It's up there. Okay. Um, yeah, Randall's definitely gone off the rails a couple of times. I've definitely gone off the rails all the time. Um, but either way, thank you all for tuning in to that shit. Also, we're sorry. Um, for nothing. It, um, Euphonic's going to listen to it, and he's going to understand exactly what we're talking about. I'll listen again, but, you know, I just felt like we went harder on the show. Uh, Geronimo Jenkins was something else. Um, it is time for. Any nigga piece theaters if they're big, really? Oh yeah, that's it's true. Like, all right. It is time for the top three STFUs. Who are the top pe- three people in America that need to shut the fuck up? Where's my shut the fuck up? Not that one. The other one. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Number three future i was really hoping to never have nadavius on this on uh, uh on this list ever again but if you can believe it future is still slandering russell wilson in his raps fam you are only really as good as the person next to you like you're only really as good as your rival for real in rap. And if you really want to make a rival out of a nigga that looks, that basically looks like the, uh, the mutant league version of Carlton banks, go right ahead. (laughs) But Russell ain't thinking about you dog. He not. And one day we're going to have a real conversation about who the real corny nigga is between them two. Cause it ain't Russell Wilson. It, nah, it's not. I don't like. Sometimes I wonder about what people perceive as corny. Because the two niggas that get perceived the most as corny are the two niggas that I wouldn't fuck with. Russell Wilson, no matter what you think of him, and no matter what his position is out there, his vocation of choice for years now is literally to either deliver or receive punishment. There is no level of punishment that my half-court once-a-week ass can deliver to that man that is going to make a difference. And there's definitely definitely no level of punishment that you, Nadavius, with your souped up on lean and mid-sex can deliver to him, that's going to matter. 
Russell Wilson could probably beat the brakes off of you, just on theory. Probably. <laughs> I stand by it. I think You are the corniest nigga, dog. You are the corniest nigga. I don't understand how Michael B. Jordan really learned boxing. Learned the sport of boxing. He didn't just learn them scenes. That nigga was in boxing training camp for six to eight months, dog, and get back in camp every like it's a fight every time he has to film one of them movies. Wood Harris just told us this nigga averaged 30 points in a pickup game. I've never heard of a real human being averaging 30 points in a pickup game. Regular niggas do not average 30 points in a regular ass pickup game. They don't. They they give just enough points to say game and go towel off. I like <laughs> like you just playing with your homeboys putting up 30. That's LeBron numbers. And this nigga got hands. Y'all got it real fucked up about who's corny out here. You know who's really corny who's really corny out here? Niggas that's like six seven out here, uh, out here singing love songs, out here singing love songs to another man's wife. Drake, you just missed the height requirement. I, I think Future really is the corniest nigga we got. Again, really think they were having the wrong conversation. <laughs> okay. <laughs> How so? And I think that we're going to look back on this relationship realizing uh that whereas Badu did numbers, uh, Sierra just had one. Uh, and just ruined his life. And and, and, it, and rather than learn something like Common and Andre 3000, yeah, she just, she just, it was too much. He learned too much too fast. She just ruined <laughs> that young man's life. You know, wait, wait. <laughs> You know, you she know. Open the universe up to that man too quickly. You know who this nigga ruined. is. Remember, remember how Vivica Fox couldn't stop talking about Fifty Cent like twenty years later. Yeah, that's future. Hey. That's that is your future, future. Hey. Just be ready. That's terrible. I feel like we didn't. I I, I feel like any slaps future might have had were just not worth the bullshit. It's not. It's not. Uh, and in. And, and, I'm sorry, y'all talk all this shit about these young rappers. Y'all mad at Pound Town, my booty hole brown, whatever. Fam, y'all don't, and I'm talking to millennials, y'all don't get to talk about the talent level of these young rappers when y'all allowed Future to have a serious career in the music industry for over a decade. And this nigga might be the worst rapper in the history of rap. No, no. He's inspired. Not in the history of rap. Not in the history of rap. He set the precedent. Oh, yeah. He's the, he, yeah, he's definitely the, the thought leader, uh, if there is such a thing with niggas like Future, um, of his generation of rap. Because everybody else, because everybody else rap rap worse than him, and I didn't think that was possible. This nigga's terrible. This nigga's terrible. No one can come up with a hot future line. No one. you talking shit. I've wanted to say this so bad for so long. Future's terrible. He really is. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up.
Number two. See if I can remember these by memory because my computer's dead. Bob Iger, CEO of Disney, has got to shut the fuck up on a couple of levels, too. The first one, so Indiana Jones turned out to be a bad movie. <gasps> Shocking all. We still got to go see it. Uh, we are not. I we are not. I told you. I'm going to pay for it, and you're going to go. It's a sad movie. You're going to pay for me to take a nap. That's what you're going to do. <laughs> <laughs> That's the fuck you're going to do. Um, Indiana Jones turned out to be a bad movie. Sad. Might be the lowest rated on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, And he's blaming... The CEO of Disney is blaming Disney Plus and Marvel, all also under his company, for the bad for the reason nobody wanted to go see that shit, and the reason it didn't get enough love and attention from the creative team. Let me get this straight. Let me just make sure I understand what's being said here. You are blaming a movie you created, your company created, that other people actually wanted to see for the failure of a movie that nobody wanted to watch in the first fucking place. Fam, y'all shoved an 80-year-old man up there with all his hopes and dreams and thought y'all were going to get a slap when Harrison Ford, even before, years before, his retire well his crystal was crystal skull was already in his don't give a fuck give me my check bag yeah he Harris- basically said that it was like i don't care i just want to get money harrison ford ain't gave a fuck since air force 1 get off my plane anybody that watched hollywood homicide like i did knows exactly the level of harrison ford's don't give a fuck i'll never forget that i'll never forget that show on the daily show um, this is back when Stewart was on there, when he did a movie where he was like a computer specialist or something, and he doesn't even own a computer. They asked him, he's like, "Do you?" He was like, "Do you?" So Complete do you, Luddite. do you have one in your house? He was like, "I mean, I have one. Uh, I don't use it. it. It's it's not making my life any better. It's not doing anything convenient for me. It's just a. It just creates another job so somebody can come over and fix some shit they say is broken. I don't give a fuck about these computers. He's like, well, did you do any studying about um about uh hacker about hacker culture or um <laughs> compute or basically the 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 digital age or anything? He just looked at John Stewart and goes, no. <laughs> <laughs> Now one, now one second. No, what the fuck? Tell me what lines you want me to do, kid. Everybody that describes Harrison Ford on set is completely accurate. I oh, who's I forgot who that was. He was on uh, set with. Uh, it was some black dude, but he basically he basically said <laughs> Harrison Ford just every just every he would give you a really good talk about the industry and whatever. And then when it was time to time to work, he go, "All right, let's film this piece of shit." Ooh, wasn't that um? Who said that, that shit? John Boyega? John, probably John, John Boyega. Boyega. He does a really good Harrison Ford. Um, because they were we, talking about the Star Wars movie. Yeah, yeah. But we all knew this shit wasn't gonna slap. The best parts of the movie, from what I understand, Craig Lindsay informed me, the best parts of the movie are the flashbacks, pretty much. And he doesn't even look young enough to be doing this shit in CGI. 
He even when you CGI Harrison Ford up, he still looks seventy. Sean Connery was in better shape than him. Fam, I, dog. That movie was never going to slap him. Bob, I, Bob Iger needs to stop lying to himself. And then he said about the writer's strike. Maybe he never saw the third one. That's the only I believe that. that. I believe that. that. Maybe he didn't see any of them. It's also I true. I don't think anybody who made this movie saw any of them, to be honest with you. I could also believe that. Um, Bob also Iger said also said about the writer's strike. Um, that people were asking for too much. That people were asking for too much money and that much money to be asking for is obscene. This nigga makes $75,000 a day. Basically in his sleep. We need to reevaluate what is and is not obscene. Bob Iger might be one of the, one of the premier evil motherfuckers of his time. <laughs> It's time for him to shut the fuck up. And the number one is somebody I never thought I'd have on this list ever. I was very surprised. India Ari. For those of you who don't know who India Ari is. Don't do that. Don't do that. They know. Don't do that. They know. Don't do that. Why? Don't do that because you're mad at her. Don't do that because you're mad at her. Because we don't do that here. We don't do that here. They know who she is. You, like, are you sure? If you don't know, know who she is, she is Do why are you here? Exactly. Why are you here? Exactly. How did you make it this far? Exactly. Don't do that. Don't do so, that. for those of you who <laughs> don't know who India Ari is, what a day! <laughs> oh man, I'm just trying to gauge when where they is the what was the reason? Do oh, I need that now. <laughs> They would not let me get that joke off. They would not let me get that joke off. Oh, shit. So, Indiari has some choice words about Megan Thee Stallion and probably Sexy Red and whoever whoever was up there doing a set. No, it was, no, it was Megan and uh, Janelle Monet probably, um, that performed at Essence Fest because their performances in particular got people kind of upset. Uh, because they were of a sexual nature, which they which they have always been mostly, um, and apparently some of the quote unquote aunties left the venue, um, basically under the argument that it is a it was not kid friendly. Before I get on India Ari, I really want someone to help me out with who created this narrative. That Essence Fest is a kid-friendly venue. It is basically where people that are too old that that uh, that are too old to be at Rolling Loud, that are too old to be at their homecoming. Well, that's not true either, because uh, because old folks go to homecoming to get fucked too. <laughs> um, by their peers, by their peers, or or conclave, right? <laughs> Isn't that how that works? Oh, 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 oh. Make him uncomfortable. Uh, his conclave is this week. And it, it, the Essence Fest is basically where aunties go to get fucked. 
I'm telling you, I remember Girls Trip. Girls Trip was literally, well, I don't remember it, but Girls Trip was mostly about some women going to Essence Fest to get fucked. And three or four, and three out of four of them were like mission accomplished. Um, and the problem is, and I don't even see. I don't have. I don't have my computer up, and I don't really want to look up what NDRE actually said. Uh, it was a lot of bullshit about how um, over sexualized music should not be centered in in should not be um, centered. Uh, it should not be the, in the mainstream, even though Wake Up, um, aside from NDRE, who's been doing Black Lilith Fair music for like 20 years, um, will understand that it is, sex has always been the centerpiece of hip-hop and R&B. It has, period, period. Who right now is the gold st- is basically the gold standard of R&B? Tank. And the nigga been doing fuck music for how long? Oh, okay. Thank you. Why such a strong K? What? You gotta, you gotta, you gotta, gotta softball that fuck in before the music. Don't say softball. Yeah, you gotta, you had a strong K there. I'm just saying. That nigga been, that nigga, that nigga been making fuck music for years. That nigga make him, and he's the gold standard basically of, you know, contemporary R&B, basically. Um, And sex has always been a centerpiece. Sex sells. It does. And sex has always been the centerpiece of popular music. It has. And so I don't know why India Ari has has woken up from her black manic pixie dream shit uh, to come down to come down off of fucking fairy mountain and tell us what's what. Talking about it shouldn't be the mainstream. You just don't want it to be the mainstream because you think if it's not the mainstream, people will start buying your music twenty years too late. And best believe that if Lotto or Sexy Red or Suki Hana or any of them wanted to do a music, wanted to do a song with Ndre. That they thought was gonna go platinum, bet your ass they would be on, they would be the first ones to be on that to be on that song. Indiari would be the first one to be doing a remix to something with uh, Megan The Stallion. So I don't really be wanting to hear that. You know, it, it, the only reason people oh here it is. The issue is what is context. Humanity does everything, but does everything belong in a stage? No. Is everything for kids? No. What up, man? Uh, is is culture is everything for everybody? No. So when we as a culture make something like this mainstream, it shows a lack of discretion and discernment. To those in the comments who laugh at anyone who wants these things uh, for our culture, you certainly have that right. Oh, they're, oh, they're she commented because they're dragging her. Um, just as many folks have the right to want our mainstream international export, which is our music, to show us in a respectful light. I'd like to go on the record saying this won't age well, and that's my issue. I love Janelle Monet and Meg the way I love us all, and I don't like this moment. Don't bother debating me. I don't care, and I do this. For 25 years, I've done this. 
So read, ponder, or don't. Um, here's the problem. You gotta love when people begin with. I know that this is gonna be problematic. <laughs> but I'm gonna stand in my truth. <laughs> and my thing is this thing about not aging well. I want people to quit, quit acting like Megan The Stallion invented sexually lewd music. She Man, didn't. I've been listening to the baddest bitch. Trina, Lil' Kim, Foxy Brown. Foxy Brown. And guess what? If we brought up Lil' Kim or Foxy Brown or any of them, Indy Irie would be the first one to jump on the would ju- to jump on the nostalgia train and and salute them for paving the way. Paving the way to what? To the music she don't like. That's what I'm saying. Paving the way to what? Like, this is not this is not a landmark in history for real. And there are people making way more sexual music than Megan that have before her made music way more sexual than Megan. And most of them are men. I mean men have been making disgusting music for years. We have a very short memory. It wasn't a lot of female rappers on BET Uncut at all. I can tell you what the most played videos ever on BET Uncut were, and I bet none of them were women. Luke, Luke, that's a, thank you for reminding me of that. <clears throat> Luther Campbell had the nerve to fix his mouth. <laughs> To say that Megan Thee Stallion was too sexual and does not need to be played in front of children. Luther Campbell is literally the reason they have a parental advisory sticker on the music now. The reason. Hey, man, Roy Woods Jr. has a joke about this nigga having a bus. Not only with, like, strippers just plastered along the side, but every time that bus parked, strippers would pile out before he came out. In, like, in droves. There's no way he made that comment. I, that is slander. I want to see the videotape. I don't believe he said it. He tweeted it. I don't believe he said it. Sam. He was hacked. <laughs> <laughs> he was hacked. I got you, Luke. He was hacked. You up. He was hacked. He was hacked. He was hacked. Yeah. He was at You know what I'm saying I got, We got You are supported here Ugg. I got you You ain't mean to say that Fam we ha- on the truth Let me tell you something Hell no Y'all have a short memory Cause let me tell you I remember Digital Underground Sex Packets There is a whole song Freaks of the Industry Is one of the nastiest songs Ever in hip hop history There's literally a verse That is specifically about Smashing your girl too loud And giving you a multiple choice test On what you should do And one of the (laughs) options was I shit you not Take it out And put it in her butt And y'all talking about Meg What are we saying here I'm, I'm waiting for Nelly to chime in He's not going to. He's not, no, no. He He's keep, not. He is too busy to. keeping Ashanti happy. We he, leave him alone. He that's a short memory. And y'all no. and and y'all niggas, I don't understand what it does is about us millennials. Where suddenly we got a couple of payments out on time and we turn into the fun police. Because y'all do that shit too with the with the men and talking about how violent they are. This, that, and the third. 
Y'all grew up on Ice Cube. I don't want to anybody that was actively listening to Cop Killer does not get an opinion in the matter. So I want India Ari to take a moment, put her little Yoni crystals back on, uh, go back to writing some more of that Lilith Fair music nobody will hear, uh, and sit Indian style somewhere with their, with her ukulele and shut the fuck up. Quiet. It's quiet time. It's time to do some of that. What, what, do you, what do you hippies call it? Shadow work? It's time to do some of that. Not that. It's time to do some of that and really reflect. And guess what? NARE has had sex. I don't believe it. This motherfucker said it's quiet time. It is. It's, it's reflection time. We get, to sit in the, we get to sit in the corner, face the wall, and think about some things. And none of them needs to be Megan Thee Stallion. Put some of that energy into your music. Get a get a collaboration with Lotto or somebody. Cause this ain't the move. And what you're saying now is not going to age well. It didn't age it's, well. It's it start, all didn't start well. <laughs> it's when too many when too many of the He Man woman haters are agreeing with you. I don't know because I don't know what this is where y'all are cracking so cracking down so hard on these women. I swear this is a plot. To resurrect the Dark Lord Kevin Samuels. I swear it is. Y'all like little Death Eaters, dog. Relax. Please, relax. Let this scare in the whole summer come to an end. Please. Gentlemen, do we do a podcast? Yeah. I mean, I'm, I think we could keep going. We're not. We could. We're not. We're all going to go our separate ways to take a nap. <laughs> <laughs> this is the fuck we're going to do. <laughs> you know, I do, I do kind of want to take a nap. I'm like debating, do I want to get in the water or do I want to take a nap? I'm taking a fucking nap. You know, I think. I'm never getting in the water again, by the way. Aw. It's an uprising. It's an uprising. I'm telling you, the orcas are trying to tell us something. No. Yeah, no. no. The They're orcas murderous. have always been terrified. Only time murders. I've heard in the news in the past two months of orcas being nice to anybody is when they is when they came over to that boat and said, Hey, my nigga's stuck in one of these nets. Please come get him. <laughs> oh, and then brought the dude a a, a stingray as a, as a reward. And brought him a stingray and said, Appreciate it, dog. And that nigga <laughs> said, Y'all need therapy. <laughs> Y'all, I want to thank everybody for uh, making themselves known this week. Uh, as always, uh, thank my comrades, Euphonic and Fluent, um, for taking time out of their weekend to cut up and be a fucking fool with me. Hey, man. Thanks we're, for having me. We're five years in. We're five years in doing this. That's crazy. Five years later, still going strong. Not a lot. Not a lot of people... This consistent in Houston podcasting. Not a lot. I haven't had a relationship last five years. And you beat me by that. Just, just. I have outlasted. I'm, and I'm not saying this to diss any of them because podcasts are the hardest thing to keep consistent. I've outlasted a lot of people. I say this with no ego whatsoever. And I'm going to still be here till I stop feeling like it. And I still feel like it. We will be back next week with more foolishness, more fuckery. Y'all know how we do it. Until then, 
This has been, I'm going to guess and say episode 228. I believe so. Of Opinions Wild Black. I have been Oz. Pony. And I am the flow one. As always, forever imparting titties. Titties. Clap for it, white people. Now. Baseball titty. Got a baseball bat titty. Those are rare. Big ass titties. Bye, niggas. Oh.